Welcome back to the Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Elliott, and uh, this is actually the last time I will be doing this regular intro because um, I'm about to play our new theme song that will begin every episode. So here it is. Shout out to my friend Andrew for that awesome theme song he got going for us. Uh, Andrew uh, is my friend from Seattle, and he attends the University of Oxford. So he's even in my time zone and everything. So that was perfect. Thank you so much, Andrew. And yeah, let's kick off this episode with our fun theme song. And now I'm going to get into today's topic, as you can already tell by the title. Uh, I'm going to be giving my advice on traveling solo. So... I by no means um, am an expert in this field. I've done it once. However, uh, the only reason I feel like I can say anything is because I have, in fact, done it once. So for someone that uh, went to a place where they did not speak the language and just did it for funsies and uh, not for funsies, but you get what I mean, went for the food, the culture, the personal growth, the whole shebang, uh, I highly recommend it cannot recommend it enough um if you know me you know i've probably talked about it once or twice um because uh, i honestly think everyone should travel solo at least once in their lives um just because the independence you gain and the confidence you have when you're done with that trip like knowing you did that puts into perspective other stressors in your life and it's just also so fun, the actual trip. I mean, let me, okay, before I really get into all my like deep advice and, you know, all of like my really deep thoughts on the matter, um, I'm just going to say what trip I went on and let me just lay some groundwork pieces here. So I went to Italy back in the spring by myself. I went to Pisa and that, so I flew in um, from Manchester airport, um, which the flight was a very early morning flight and there were no trains leaving from York to Manchester airport that would get me there early enough. So I got there on the last train from York to Manchester airport, spent the night sitting in the airport by myself. Um, not fun. Uh, Manchester airport is also like, not like, the bougiest of airports. We'll just put it that way. So yeah, I was just trying not to fall asleep because I had all my stuff with me and I was alone. Uh, so that part, not so fun. Uh, however, saved me money because I didn't have to get a hotel or anything. Um, and yeah, so I got on the plane and I went to Pisa from Manchester airport and Pisa is a very small, cute airport. Uh, I love a good small airport. Honestly, just as for small airports, everyone always complains I feel like when an airport doesn't have enough snack bars and lounges and stuff I'd rather me be able so let me rephrase that I would rather be able to get from point a to point b like from security to my plane in a matter of 20 minutes or less that would be beautiful but when you have to go to the big airport like Heathrow it's like you need to get there an hour and a half early minimum and when I'm saying minimum, I'm saying like they're emailing you to get there two hours early. I get there three hours early because you don't know how bad security is going to be. And if you don't have like clear or if you don't have TSA pre-check, again, I don't know if they have those here. They probably have a different name for it. But 
point is, if you don't have those special things, I think airports should be small and cute, just like Pisa. And again, I know not all places can afford to have that luxury, but I loved Pisa Airport and you get through so fast. It's so easy. Love Pisa. Um, that being said, uh, Pisa Airport. So again, I just got a taxi then when I got to Pisa uh, to my hotel and then I stayed there uh, for four nights. But then because in terms of affordability, Pisa is cheaper than going to like a lot of uh, like the other big bougie places, like if you stay in Florence, um, again, depending on where you stay, it's going to be more or less expensive. Um, like I wanted to say not in a super big city by myself. Um, and also I know staying in hostels obviously would be cheaper, but I, as a woman by myself, just didn't feel safe staying in a hostel alone, especially for my first time. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to stay in a hotel. So I stayed in like I stayed in a hotel by myself um, in Pisa. It wasn't like a super bougie place or anything. And uh, from there, I would wake up in the morning, walk over to the train station, and then I'd get the train to different places each morning. Now, getting the train in Europe, like for all my Americans, like it's so easy, especially if you've ever taken like the New York subway if you could take the New York subway in the U.S. like you are golden like this is gonna be easy money uh I speak zero Italian for reference and um I will say having like the train line app that they use here in England for their trains it worked in Italy too such a breeze cannot recommend it enough um it listed all the times that the trains were coming and then i was able to see like what platform they'd be at and everything it was all in english it was great and then from there you were just able to like get on your train and go to where you wanted to go so let me just then get into before i decided to go um i was just doing research and i recommend anyone that wants to solo travel do your research on where you want to go beforehand. So I knew when I was going to Pisa, I had a list of things I wanted to see. I knew museums I wanted to go to. I knew, you know, historic monuments, aka the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I knew I wanted to go see that. And I knew that there were museums around there that I wanted to go see in the square and churches and cathedrals, all of the above. Um, and then from there, I, I mean, Pisa is pretty small in terms of touristy, centers I mean there's like you you could see it all in one day you don't need to spend more than one day in Pisa in my opinion if you're just being a tourist now after I saw Pisa um for that day I also I had always 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 wanted to go to Cinque Terre um just from uh, my upbringing seeing pictures of it and putting it like it, everyone has a bucket list place this was one of my bucket list places boom I don't have to explain myself I wanted to go to Cinque Terre so I looked up how far the train was uh to Cinque Terre and I think it was about a two hour train ride um from Pisa super easy uh I would just hop on the train direct train um to a certain point um to La Spezia, I believe it was called. And then you would get um, on the train there to Cinque Terre. And there were five different stops for the five different um, like lands, the different islands, essentially. Um, not islands, but they're, they're these towns like in the mountain right by the coast. And you could only get there in special ways. Like there was one town I hiked from Cornelia to Vernaza. And there's like a hike you can do. 
Um, but you cannot get to that town by unless you go up um, this like big hill or if you drive, like you have to walk. And it's just, I could do a whole other episode on just the ins and outs of the journey in Italy. I want to focus on the solo travel aspect and my tips on that. So let me let me stick to my course here. Um, so like I said, do your research and plan where you want to go ahead of time. I also knew I wanted to go to Florence uh, and uh, go check it out. It's a big city. Um, very different. All these places I went to were very different niche places. Um, I definitely recommend when you do a trip, um, if you do want to hit more than one city, try and pick something different like very different from the other I mean Italy is like a box of gems every city is going to be really different from the other but like if you picked Milan and Florence as like the two places you wanted to go they're both very big cities I'd recommend throwing in either a third place that's like different maybe like more coastal or something like more vineyard based in Tuscany, like see if there's something else you can throw in there that's different than just big city. Um, Just as an example, I'd say like explore and like see if there's something else that sparks your interest. I'd say that's something really cool about solo travel is for me, it really sparked a lot of creativity. I think just being on my own, making my own decisions is so freeing. I think when you travel with other people, for me, I've only just grown up traveling with my family and I have been so blessed to do that and I really am lucky to have traveled places with my family but I will say if you can travel alone I highly recommend it uh you get to pick all the restaurants you want to go to uh you never have to stop for a bathroom break for anyone else but yourself think about how much time that saves you you don't have to go see any monuments you don't want to go see uh when you're done in a museum if you want to leave you just leave like I went to the uh to the Uffizi, I think that's how you pronounce it, the Uffizi Museum in Florence, study museum. But after about two and a half hours, I was like, you know what? I've seen what I needed to see. I'm going to go and I'm hungry and I'm going to go get some food. And that is exactly what I did. That to me was the, honestly a highlight was picking everything I wanted to do, I got to do. Uh, and when you travel in a group, you don't have that luxury because you're there with the group. And if you are just still doing things you want to do and forcing everyone to do what you want to do, you're kind of being a dickhead. Let's just be real. Like you need to cooperate with your group members. And when I do travel with someone else, I obviously have to take that into consideration. But traveling alone, do whatever you want. It's so great. Um, another piece of advice I have then vice versa is don't plan an itinerary that's too full. If you plan out every single restaurant you want to eat at and you plan out everything you want to see, if your days are jam-packed, things aren't going to work out that way and you're just going to stress yourself out trying to hit all these places that you have listed. Uh, plan out some days where you're just going to explore if you have that luxury. Just say like or, – or maybe like you're going to plan out like two hours of your day where you have nothing planned. So just see what approaches you. See what excites you. And also – Feel free to sway from the plan. If you have a museum scheduled, I had a day where I was going to go to the museum in Florence, um, but then it ended up, because it was supposed to rain that day, but it ended up being sunny, and I was like, change of plans. I want to go to Cinque Terre again because I loved it so much. I loved it more than I thought I would, honestly. Um, I went back, and I missed my um, my reservation at the museum uh, but I just went the next day because then it was raining and then I was really happy I didn't waste my day 
um, in the museum. So don't be scared to change course, change plans, also to not make plans and just wander around the streets with your camera, take pictures, um, take a couple selfies. Also, don't be shy to ask people, as long as it's safe, um, for someone to take a picture of you. I never did that and I honestly regret it because any pictures I have of myself are just selfies and like they look kind of kind of peak if every single picture you have from your trip is a selfie but I just have so many beautiful landscape pictures and coming out of that trip um I felt so confident and just so sure of myself and like my independence and know-how at like an an all-time high post-trip um I like I felt really invigorated to like get back home and like get back into my routine but I had this creative spark and I think that that's what solo travel can give you just feel so confident and like looking back like you know you did that um I know that I didn't have cash when I first got there that's another thing is when you get when, when you go to these places see if you can get cash ahead of time especially for taxis um because we did not I did not have cash um and I then couldn't pay for the taxi so then I had to like go into my hotel and then they were able to work with me um because their English was good at the hotel which that seems to be a thing and um, in Italy at least like they um most people are really good about um trying to accommodate and be helpful um if you don't speak the language which was really really nice but also try to speak the language of the places you go to um I think that being uncomfortable is a big part of growth and trying something new um I think that learning to be comfortable being by yourself and speaking a language you don't know how to speak, get comfortable with uncomfortable, as people say, it's so true. And I think that traveling solo, it it is scary. I'm not saying it's not scary. Like I, before I left, I almost canceled my trip because I just got this like really panicky feeling like I don't speak the language. I don't know where I'm going. I've never even been to Manchester Airport. I like so many new things that I had to traverse that I was really nervous about. But honestly, I'm so glad I did it. And now it's given me the confidence to do more solo travel that I have planned coming up in uh, the next couple months. Like save money for it too. Because now that trip, it was four days, but I now have gone out less clubbing and bars and things to save money to solo travel um even if even if it look it doesn't even have to be a big trip on that scale you don't have to fly somewhere let's say you want to solo travel and you you get on a train and you want to go to the beach by yourself do it why not uh I think that you can make your own decisions the the time you'll have by yourself is honestly really freeing you could talk to and meet new people as well. Like, you don't have to just hang out by yourself. I mean, when you're at a restaurant, talk to the people next to you. Um, and just get also comfortable being by yourself. Because to me, I feel like if you aren't comfortable alone, then how will you ever be fully comfortable with other people if you're not comfortable to yourself? You know what I mean? Do you guys know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be comfortable in your own skin and being comfortable being alone to then be able to fully embrace being with other people and to being able to to fully appreciate the presence of people and like knowing that like you're not then you're not sad to leave like you're not dependent on other people it's a very like self-sufficient independent 
mindset. And I think everyone needs to solo travel um, because, I mean, you meet some people that lack the independence and know-how that you do. And you know that if they solo traveled, that they'd probably, you know, be at par with what the expectation is that an adult can do. And I mean, as university students, we are adults, okay? Like, I hate to say it, but we are. Uh, we are in that transitional phase. And I think by going on a trip by yourself, whether that is to the beach, whether that's in the same state you're in, whether that's just going to town and getting coffee by yourself, or if it's going to Tokyo, um, just point is, it'll help you feel more grounded. Um, uh, so another, okay, big solo, uh, solo travel tip I had was bring a portable charger, um, because you never know, like, when you're gonna have access to an outlet, or what if your phone battery suddenly starts acting up because it's hot outside, who knows, bring a portable charger, that is my big, big, big piece of advice, um, I just kept a backpack, and I just kept my phone plugged in, like, constantly with the portable charger in my backpack, and I would just hold it, like, the portable charger hanging out, like, honestly bring portable charger um also look like you know where you're going even when you don't um especially as a solo female traveler when I would have maps up on my phone don't try it like you obviously do look like a tourist but maybe you're a tourist that has been here before no one else knows no one knows if you've never been here before so look like you know where you are and don't walk with your phone just in your hand blatantly staring at it with maps trying to walk somewhere like someone might try and mug you who knows it's just better to be safe to look like you know where you're going so for example I was walking down the street and I missed my turn so I had to go up and around the block it took me it added an extra five minutes to my walking trip to have to go around the block again but it was not a super like safe part of town I was walking in and I was like you know what I was like I'm just gonna look determined I look like I know where I'm going no one's gonna stop me no one's gonna ask like just look like you know where you're going that's another big piece of advice I have um it'll help you look confident and self-assured to other people around you that no one will think that they can mess with you you know <laughs> uh, my other piece of advice um I feel like this is a common one people get is to pack light but I okay, I thought I packed light and I could have packed lighter. And I know everyone says this, um, but honestly, like, see if you can pack, a, like, a small backpack. Honestly, just bring the bare essentials, like, toothbrush and stuff, and then bring, uh, like, the number of pairs of underwear and socks you need and, uh, like, two tops. If you think about how often you wear the same clothes when you're at home, why wouldn't you be wearing, like, the same pair of jeans twice on the trip you know what I mean pack light you don't need a different pair of pants and a different shirt for every day you're there you just don't um especially if you're solo traveling and you you just go you got to pack light I mean it's just you traversing the airports and the streets and the taxis if you limit the number of bags you have it's so 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 helpful um let me see here um oh yeah okay another thing in terms of safety if you make a rough outline of your travel plans to a family member or like to, to give it to a friend or something or someone that you trust just so that someone is aware of your general location and just knows where you are I think that that's really important for your safety as well 
Um, I know that I made a rough itinerary of knowing which cities I wanted to hit and then like museums and places in these cities I wanted to hit as well. Just so my parents, even though they were miles and miles and miles away, just so like they would know and have like a bit of a peace of mind to know like what cities I was going to um, and then not to like be sadistic but if something would have happened to me um so that they would know like where was I or like it let's pretend my phone died and they were really really worried that they could call the hotel like knowing what hotel I'm at I mean like there's things that they can know just to help give everyone peace of mind in the situation that like I would know if something were to go terribly wrong that like they know where I am like they know what country I'm in they know what hotel I'm staying at just some things you can do um to help ensure your safety because safety is the most important thing but also step out of your comfort zone. Uh, fun story, actually. Um, when I was in Italy, I did get Tinder just so I could see, like, what does Italian Tinder look like? Um, and ended up matching with someone and... Um, it was like he and his friend met with me, um, and I felt really safe. Like we met in a public place and he and his friend, like we all just hung out as friends and we went to, um, this party at the university of Pisa in this big town square. And it was so fun. And this was definitely me stepping out of my comfort zone. I'd never been on a Tinder date in a foreign country and met with a guy and his friend to go to this party at this university in this foreign country where I don't even speak the language and we can all barely communicate this was like a me definitely doing something I've never done before and yes I was a little nervous but it was honestly one of the highlights of the whole trip for me uh there was live music and just seeing how a different country parties from your own it's just it's really fun and cool um but that's oh another then tip uh, advice I'll give is when you're solo traveling, 100% watch, watch, watch your drink. There's no one else looking out for you except yourself. Um, you like stare at it or down at the bar. Like you just, you need to really make sure you're safe about it. Um, but then also to me, uh, personally, I would limit myself to one drink, um, when I'd be out because you don't want to not be aware of your surroundings. You need to be pretty much sober um honestly because especially if you don't speak the language you don't know where you are it's just safer that way um but that being said step out of your comfort zone honestly um take 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 a risk take a chance who knows um who you'll meet and what memories you'll make um I really cannot recommend solo travel enough uh I know I've already said that but genuinely just like looking back whenever I feel low or stressed about a project or something I'm like Tegan you went to a foreign country by yourself you didn't speak the language you'd never been before you managed the train systems you went to all these different places like the confidence I have when I think of that fact that I did do that it it honestly like it lifts me up. I feel so elated thinking about it that I did that and I'm so happy I spent the money and did that. Um yeah. Cannot recommend it enough. So I'll leave it there. Um overall, I say do your research, plan a trip, don't rely too heavily on the itinerary. Um take some risks, step out of your comfort zone. 
Uh, bring a portable charger, pack light, watch your drink, and take pictures and have a good time. Yeah. And make sure you have cash. Um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And uh, we will be back every Thursday. So next week, as per usual. Um, and... I will see you all on the next one. Yeah. You can find this anywhere podcasts can be found. That being Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, all the places. And that's it. Bye.